Good afternoon, folks. This is Douglas Broughton coming to you live from right downtown Chico with KKXX 104.5 FM on your dial. And today we have a subject that's uh, the latest buzz. It is called Business Buzz. It's about business. I was the one, I was the one that founded and formed Chico Business Network Association two and a half years ago. And I would like to speak to you first a little about that. I've got Harold Littlejohn's going to be calling on a little while, 15 minutes or maybe 20 minutes from now, talking to you about his business. He and I have formed together, and we're both doing this program. Um, it's my turn today, and uh, I had a couple of guests going to be on, but I'm taking call-ins instead. So if you'll bear with me, we'll get right into this. Uh, Tell you about uh, Chico Business Network Association first of all. Uh, like I said, it's founded two and a half years, two and a half, uh, yeah, two and a half years ago. Wow, time flies. Uh, it's uh, we we have our meetings every Tuesday. It's a members only, and it's uh, at Cozy Diner in the back conference room at uh, eleven thirty till one every Tuesday. So if you'd like to drop by and be a visitor, if you have a business in town. Uh, we would be glad to welcome you in as a, as a visitor, as a guest, and check it out. We've got uh, around 15 to 20 people show up. It's a pretty filled-up room on Tuesday, and it is about business. There's many things about business that people learn at our group, and uh, one of the things that I can say is, is I have handpicked the best businessmen in each field in uh, Chico that I can put my hands on. It's, it's a membership by the month, so you, you don't have to do like BNI, Business, Net, Business Network International, which I think they require six or $700 up front for the whole entire year. We're not like that. Ours is only $50 a month. You can come in. You can leave the next month. Uh, we're, we're easy going. Check us out a couple of times first. See if it's for you. I, I'm going to go over some of the men that I have in my group right now so that uh, you maybe recognize some of them. I, I have uh, one of my oldest members, like I said, is Harold Littlejohn. He was uh, part founder in this. It was my idea, my name, uh, Chico Business Network Association, CBNA, we, got, we call it. Um, Jim McCall's been with me since the beginning. Jim McCall's a business contractor in town. Harold Littlejohn's a certified public accountant. I've got um, also Conrad, Conrad owns Conrad's Plumbing, and uh, Conrad is kind of like the plumber's plumber. I've heard his customers say that. That's not a phrase that I'm coining. That's a phrase that others have spoken about him. Uh, one of the, my customers recently said, yeah, he said, uh, Conrad was my mother's plumber, and she told me don't use anybody but Conrad. So, Conrad, if you're out there listening to this, I want to tell you, uh, you live up to your name. Another one we have in our group, uh, Becky Williams. Becky, by the way, Becky Williams is with Leiden. Uh, Century 21 and uh, realtor. She has been in Chico for several years. Her husband's a doctor here, and she is second from the top realtor with, with uh, her company, Century 21. For the last two years in a row, she's come in second. I told her, Becky, if you'll come on board with us, this year you're going to be number one. So let's give Becky a big uh, a big note of attention there. Uh, Becky also has an ad running on the television, beside, and she was in the news recently, I just heard. So, Becky, if you're out there, if you're listening, uh, just uh, pay attention. I'm, I'm uh, reporting on you live here on the station. Don Thatcher. Don Thatcher is visiting us. Uh, Don Thatcher is right at the brink of becoming a member. He was, from my understanding, the uh, president of LATIP. LATIP is another networking group in town that's been quite successful throughout the country. And uh, LATIP operates similar to BNI. We're quite different from both of those groups, BNI or LATIP. Uh, Chico Business Network Association that I'm speaking about for you that just tuned in is uh, about promoting each other in business. And we only promote people that we ourselves would use. We select one person from each trade. Uh, a lot of tradespeople in our group. Not everybody's in the trades. For instance, like I was speaking about Don Thatcher, he also runs ads with us here at 104.5 KKXX radio station. We call it Life Radio. 
It is a Bible-based radio station. It's not a nonprofit, but we operate like a nonprofit. We're by far the lowest um, cost-wise, and we reach the same demographics, which I'm looking at now. We reach all the way up between Red Bluff and Anderson, all the way down towards Vacaville, and take in part of Sacramento, uh, Roseville, Rockland, Lincoln area, Nevada City, Grass Valley, Brownsville, Orville. We cover a lot of area and our ads are, like I say, they're less than half of the local radios. So any of you that have businesses out there that might be interested in advertising with us, be glad to hook you up, be glad to talk to you about it. So consider us here at uh, KKXX 104.5 at uh, this phone number. I'm about to give it to you right here, right now. It is 530-894-7325. And while I'm telling you about CBNA, I just wanted to interject that. I came over here from CBNA to start talking on a show. I wanted a live talk show like this one. And I wanted to have call-ins, and this is a call-in show. You're welcome to call us in if you have comments, if you have uh, uh, any kind of contribution or questions, or just want to call in and tell us about your business. You can call us right now at 530-894-7325. My name is Douglas. I'm here on the radio waiting for your calls. I do have a couple calling in. We're waiting for those calls, so if you want to beat them, you grab that phone. Anyway, wanted to let you know that, um, that as I was speaking about Don Thatcher, back to him, he owns Sweetwater Day Spa. I said, I called it, I made a mistake calling it Sweetwater Spa, and he corrected me really quickly at our, our Chico Business Network Association luncheon at... Uh, 11:30 till one on Tuesday. It was a couple of Tuesdays ago. He said, "Nope, it is not. It is not Sweetwater Spa. It is Sweetwater Day Spa." So, I don't have their phone number. You can look them up. You can talk to him personally and ask him what that means. But I'm sure a lot of you out there know what that means. Unfortunately, I don't get the time to go to these uh, type of meetings where you uh, get massaged and treated like you're in Tahiti on an island with all these people taking care of you, facials and all the different things they do there. Really, I would love to find that in my time schedule. But I own three businesses. I own a cabinet business, a heating and air business, and I own Chico Business Network Association, which we're talking about now. And I am the business consultant for this radio station. <laughs> they talked me into coming on board six months ago. So instead of having my live show starting six months ago, like I'm doing right now today on this Monday, the 12th, I uh, ended up working with this radio station. And the more I learned of them, the greater I was impressed. For a little station, by the way, they're going to be 50 years old in Chico. They're having their 50th year anniversary this upcoming next year. So I don't know where we'll be, but we might be downtown at some store. If you're interested in having us, we might be down there with the mic on and all our banners and all that like they do i don't know about the free hot dogs but who knows it's a possibility put it in the suggestion box so don thatcher i gave him a, a build up here about his uh, sweet water day spa oh i forgot to mention don if you're out there i hope you're listening to this don because this is free it is not costing you a penny um so and also he didn't pay he didn't pay me anything for saying this but they have been best of chico for four straight years folks that is impressive. So, Don, I'm wishing you the best on your Sweetwater Day Spa. Robert Marcialis. Now, Robert Marcialis, the man I'm going to talk about next. He's been on our show. Yet, uh, let's see, when was it? Friday, Thursday and Friday this last week. He was on here live with Harold Littlejohn. And uh, he is with Aflac. Besides, he owns his own business, uh, insurance. He can cover all kinds of strange things. I mean, he he is the go-to man. I, I swear. I think he could. He could, he's kind of like Lloyd's of London. I think he could insure the Golden Gate Bridge. He has enormous abilities for insuring people. In fact, he just recently insured a man that is a bull rider and has a ranch and has all kinds of uh, animals and things that uh, ordinarily most insurance wouldn't even talk to. And he covered him for, I think it was $5 million uh, insurance on his uh, business. 
So I have all these phone numbers. If you want to get these phone numbers, you may look them up or you may call me here, Douglas, at 530-894-7325, and I can provide those for you. I, um, I would like to talk and drop back to telling you something about business from my perspective. I've always been interested in business. I've really admired people who are good in business. There are people who are not good in business, but they work hard. They're good workers. They're great at what they do. They know their stuff, folks. They really know their business. Um, but they have to delegate and have other people do their business, and they just do what they're good at. And there's a lot of those out there that are highly successful. And delegating is probably the key to being a good businessman or businesswoman. I would say this, if you're interested in going into business or if you have a business now and it's, it's waning, wavering, tilting, shaking, and it, you can't quite get it off the ground, you can call me because I do business consultations with people, help them out for, for a, little, a little bit of penance, not too much. I don't charge like the attorneys out there charge, not faulting the attorneys. They worked hard to get their license, and that is a serious business. There's all kinds of attorneys. Yellow pages are filled up with dentists and attorneys. And you have to go through there and find out who the good ones are and who the bad ones are. I've had people say, well, I'm an attorney. And I said, well, there's two kinds of attorneys. There's good ones or bad ones. Which are you? So don't let anyone intimidate you by their degree or what they do. Because believe me, we're just folks. We're just people. We're God's creation down here trying to struggle and survive and make right decisions and that's the key to being a good businessman is making right decisions. And the number one person in all the entire history of man who was the best businessman ever on the face of the earth is a long time ago in history, history books, and the main history books, which is his story book. That is the Bible. That is King Solomon. King Solomon was born of a king. His father was a king, so he hit the ground like with a silver spoon in his mouth, as the saying goes. He hit the ground having it made. He had everything. He had the wealth of the world handed to him. So he started out with all that. Well, a lot of people who start out like that, especially children, end up a disaster, but not Solomon. Solomon was very wise, and he took counsel of the best men. And that's suggestion number two, which I'm going to mention to you is if you want to be a really good business person, don't pretend you know everything and refuse wise counsel. The wisest men on the face of the earth are the ones that surround themselves with very astute, learned men who have wisdom. There's a big difference, folks, between knowledge and wisdom. The Bible says, and I think it's the 12th chapter of Romans, that knowledge puffeth up, but love edifies, love builds up. So you have to have the love, not the love of money, but the love for your fellow man, the love for your creator God, the, the love for life, and that attracts people. It shows them strength. That's not weakness. A lot of people look at that as a weakness. No, it is not. Uh, weakness is defined by somebody who runs off half-cocked and thinks that they have all the answers and they don't want to hear what anybody has to say. They have their preconceived ideas. Well, listen, folks, we all have our own opinions. Opinions are cheap. Wisdom is not. Wisdom, knowledge, all those things, are. it, it, it encourages us. If you want to read some good business practice, some of the best businessmen on the face of the earth that I've run into uh, really adhere to a lot of the Proverbs in the book of Proverbs. There are Proverbs out there that are not in the book of Proverbs in the Bible, but the Bible contains some astounding rules and regulations. And uh, one of the persons that tapped into this was Shakespeare. Shakespeare said, neither a borrower nor a lender be. Well, that's a good point. If you at all can keep from borrowing, don't. Don't borrow unless you absolutely have to, unless it's to your advantage. This is what makes banks wealthy. Banks borrow your money and the minute you deposit your money in the banks and I'm not bashing on banks here but the minute you put your money there it is not your money anymore it is their money in fact I have a book 
which the leading lady for the, she's the leading consultant for all the banks in the United States. She's got a title that's too long to even mention on this radio right now. Uh, and I won't give your name. I'll provide you that book with the information if you want. Uh-oh, you'll have to come back. Here comes that busy bee. We are going away just briefly. Be back in a couple of minutes. Take care and we'll talk soon. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. What do you want? Why does Mount Shasta spring water taste so good? Because it comes from our protected springs at the base of Mount Shasta, and it's bottled at the source. Uncle Bob, where does the water come from? From melting glaciers high atop Mount Shasta. Wow, Uncle Bob. It's pure and simple. Mount Shasta spring water is naturally the best. Yes, and anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Tell them Bob the Drop sent you. Hall Marketing and Design in Chico would like to remind listeners, in times of war and peace, the men and women of our military dedicate themselves to serving our country. Their commitment, patriotism, sacrifice, and courage keep our country safe and strong. So let us honor those who have lost their lives in the line of duty and salute those who serve today. This reminder from Hall Marketing and Design in Chico. Visit them online at hallmarketingdesign.com or call 845-9484 and join them in saying welcome home to our American heroes. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally, the best Mount Shasta spring water. It's the Business Buzz on KKXX with your host, Douglas Broughton. Thank you, Andrew. We're back, folks. We're back here on KKXX 104.5 on your radio. It's 9.30 on the FM. That's not the time, by the way. It's 9.30 on your FM if you're uh, accustomed to listening to FM. Or if you know someone that wants to get it that only has FM, I suppose there are just... FM stations out there still, but uh, anyway, back to back to the show. Welcome back. I would like to uh, tell you if you would like to call, I'll give you the phone number. It is a call-in show, and we're going to be talking about several different subjects, but I'm going to introduce you to some more of the people that are in my um, Chico Business Network Association. Harold Littlejohn should be calling momentarily, and until he does, I'll give you the number here. It's 530-894-7325. I, um, I had my uh, recorder turned up a while ago. I'm back down to 33 speed instead of 78 speed for all those of you who, uh, who remember the good old vinyl discs, and I hear they're coming back. The vinyl discs are coming back, which really makes me glad. You know all that <laughs> scratchiness? I miss that. <laughs> it just somehow brings that nostalgic feel to music. And uh, speaking of music, we don't do much music on this station. Mostly, uh, most music you hear usually is involved in commercials or intros to talk shows like this. And we don't do too many live talk shows. That's another thing we don't do here. I think we have three, maybe four live shows going on right now during the week. Ours comes on at 3 o'clock and goes until 4. That's the one we're on right now. And uh, I would like to say that uh, I appreciate you listening in. I remember all the days I listened to radio growing up. Radio was a thing. In fact, when I was really, really young, I won't tell you how long ago that was, but it was a long time ago. They had, um, I remember Batman was on there. I remember the Green Hornet was on there. I remember the... I can't remember that one, but it had a screechy door, uh, and then it would thud closed, and it was uh, some, oh, some of you out there might remember that. Uh, it'll come to me later, but uh, the Lone Ranger, there was Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. There, oh, I love to listen to those. I would lay down on the floor after getting out of school, the end of the day, on, and especially on Saturdays, lay down on the floor and listen to the radio and just be in heaven. It was so 
so I mean you were there I love the old uh, the old radio drama shows I'm sure some of you out there listening can relate to that so anyway here we are downtown Chico 104.5 FM radio and we're going to talk about business today Uh, many of the things I was mentioning before like Solomon Solomon had a lot of wisdom, more than any man has ever had on the face of the earth, except for the Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. But he wasn't to be compared with Solomon. He wasn't in business. He was in the king's business, his father's business. In fact, that's what he told his mother, you know. He, he was the one that brought the business word to my attention when uh, he was 12 years old and they were trying to find him and he was out there and they thought he was lost. I couldn't believe that Mary thought his, her son was lost. And uh, they went looking for him. And they spent over a day looking for him from what I read. And when they found him, they found him in the temple. That's the first place they should have looked. <laughs> it's amazing. Here he is in the temple. And she should have known that. So when they found him, here he is 12 years old. And honestly, I kind of think that's where the Bar Mitzvah thing comes in with the Jewish people. I'm not sure, but he was in there educating the wisest men and the uh, priests and all these people that were shaking their heads in amazement at the things, that the profound things that he was teaching them from the scriptures that they couldn't believe. How could he know these things? Well, we know because we look back and of course we know how he knew these things. It's obvious. But... When his mother Mary found him, she said, why did you go away? What, where, what, what were you thinking? You made your father and I, Joseph, obviously, sick. We were worried sick about you. And he said, you should have known I must be about my father's business. So that's the business he was in, folks, his father's business. And, you know, we, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this message because in the old days, the business was handed down from the father to the son. And it was a trades that was handed down. If you were a blacksmith and you made things out of iron, hot molten iron pounding on the anvil with the hammer, you learned that trade from your father. If you were a, a, a carpenter, you learned that trade from your father. And then you taught it to your son who taught it to his son. And those were the days, like a, a mason, a stonemason, built castles, built massive things, built bridges. Built. You passed that trade on down to your son. So your son worked with you, or your sons, because many people had more than one son, and they passed that trade on down to their child. Today, that's not just the case. It does go on, especially in other countries like Europe, but the trades aren't being picked up and pursued like they used to be. And the skill set is much different now. It has to do with going to universities, going to colleges, and learning computer science, and learning things that the parents, when the child comes home, the parents can't help them. They don't know all these things. And it's kind of caused a great disconnect, which leads us over into the real disconnect of what's going on in the school systems The kids are standing there, all of them, text messaging, text messaging, text messaging, and they're losing connection with each other. They're losing the ability to communicate, which brings me right back to business. The only way you can be good in business, folks, is to be a good communicator. You have to communicate your concepts, your ideas. You have to communicate with other people. And... um, Oh, I've got a call coming in, folks. Line one. Here's a call coming in. Let me grab it and see if this is Harold. Okay, I think he's ready for you. Hang on. Okay, is this Harold? This is Harold. Harold, we have you on live here. Good. Harold. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to hear your voice. I got stuck on a business call that took about 15 minutes too long. That's why I waited so long to call. (laughs) Okay, well, speaking of business, that's what we're talking about here on Life Radio as business. Um, okay, the uh, technician just came in, the engineer to this place, got me all straight. So Ooh. I think we're live on the radio now. Great. So, so uh, what's going on in, in your world? Harold, let me introduce you, Harold. Harold is a, uh, 
licensed, uh, certified public accountant. He also went to law school, got his degree in law. Uh, he is quite astute, brilliant in the world of finances, brilliant in the world of taxes, very current, reads a lot, stays up two and three in the morning and sometimes later reading and devouring everything good that he can get his hands on. So I'm going to let you talk, Harold. Tell me well, what's the latest. Thanks for that plug. Uh, one thing I like to mention, I have a law degree, but uh, I'm not an attorney and I don't play one on television. And <laughs> I... Uh, Actually, I read a lot because I am very concerned that we have uh, the world today of the financial world is just looking like there's a lot of bubbles all over the place. If anybody noticed, uh, on Friday afternoon, for no reason, uh, some of the big famous tech stocks like Apple and Facebook uh, really took a dive, and then they continued this morning. To be honest, I haven't had a chance to look at the closing bell numbers today, but uh Things are just kind of scary, so everybody needs to be kind of careful and to be protective of the money that they do have because it's uh, kind of a scary world out there. The uh, if, anybody's fam- if anybody's familiar with the term price-to-earnings ratio, um, the normal price-to-earnings ratio, you know, you want to see it around maybe 10 to 20, which means uh, if you spend $10 for a share of stock, you'll get your money back in 10 to 20 years of earnings. Uh, the price-earnings ratio this morning for, I believe, uh, Facebook, no, for Amazon, was 176 to 176, which means if you bought a share of their stock today, if their earnings were similar, it would take you 176 years to get your money back on that one share. Wow. <laughs> wow that's, that's what amazing. a price-earnings ratio means, and a lot of them right now are very, very high which means stocks are very expensive. Well, we've got a break coming up, folks. Uh, hang on, Harold. We'll talk while the, uh, while the ads are running, and we'll be right back, folks. Don't touch that dial. Hello, and welcome to our show. I'm Scott Allred. I'm Ben Taney. I'm Trisha Coder. And I'm Matt Four. This is Jessica Wilkerson, one of your hosts of Chico Now. A half hour designed for the community and brought to you by the community. Each day, one of our hosts will join with people from organizations throughout the greater Chico area. We want to let you know what's happening in Chico Now. So join us at 1230 Monday through Friday here on KKXX for Chico Now. It seems like every day I'm asked about vitamin D in the sun. The main question being, how much sunlight do I need to expose myself to get an adequate level of vitamin D? So my answer is simply, use your head. Five or ten minutes in the sun is more than sufficient to create enough vitamin D to maintain good health. Maybe staying out in the sun all afternoon to get your vitamin D isn't the smartest thing in the world. It might not be a bad idea to talk to your primary care provider about getting a test to see how much vitamin D you have circulating in your body. That could tell them whether or not you might need supplementation orally, which is the American Academy of Dermatology's recommended way to supplement vitamin D. So while the professionals work out exactly how much vitamin D we need in our system, use common sense, protect if you need to, and consult your primary care physician if you think you might be deficient in vitamin D. I'm Dr. Paul Sabin, and that's the skin you're in. If you have skin care questions, make an appointment today with Dr. Paul Sabin of North Valley Dermatology. Call Dr. Paul Sabin today at 342-3686. Again, that's 342-3686. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. We're back, folks. This is Douglas with the Business Buzz, and I have Harold Littlejohn on the line. Harold, you still there? Still here. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Reassuring. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Didn't lose you. Go ahead. Well, uh, as far as uh, small business things, there's just a lot of things happening in a town like Chico. It's still got a lot of entrepreneurship going. I 
do a lot of income taxes. I help people with their bookkeeping and their tax work. And there's just a lot of people that aren't going to let anything bother them. They just go forward and they start a business. They. I just talked to a man today who uh, I'm hoping to get on the air soon. He and his wife have, he, he's, he's kind of done the American dream. I just found out today he quit his day job. Wow. And his, uh, his, his passion job and the love that he's been doing with his uh, after-hours work has gotten high quality enough, and he's doing well enough that they're, uh, he's able to not work his, his 9 to 5 anymore. So I'm really proud of this guy. I think I know that guy. So I'll let you introduce him when you have him on your show. When's that show going to air? Well, uh, I'm, I'm not sure I've tied him down uh, for sure. He'll be a guest at some point soon. I'm hoping he might be on this coming Thursday at 3, but uh, I don't know yet. I'm just now writing him an email about that uh, during the break. So, But like I say, whenever you hear of somebody who actually, you know, the old 9-to-5 job, it's not everybody's favorite thing. That's you true. find somebody that actually is able to quit their 9-to-5 to pursue the thing they really want to do, it's pretty impressive and it and makes me feel really good. That's the American dream, Harold. That's right. Plus, American. I'm going to take credit for part of it because I've been helping this guy for like 20 years. All right. <laughs> yeah, you should take credit. You should. So uh, you're you're involved in uh, the the gold market, the actual tangible gold, not the gold uh, stocks or gold. Uh, explain how that works to us. I know you you explained it the other day, but give us a little more in depth about how that works, Harold. Well, yeah, the the whole thing about the when you when you say the price of gold, if you if you really look into it, the price of gold is determined in a paper-based market of which the there's a, the, the number one thing to remember is that there's a very high interest in the powers that be, shall we say, in other words, the people who print our money and run everything. There's a very high interest there for them to not have uh, gold and silver go to a real high price. Once that happens, people start wanting to take money out of their bank account and buy gold and silver. So there's an interest in those those uh, people that kind of run the money situation to make sure gold and silver don't look like good investments. So if they actually one of the I listen to a lot of commentators, I read a lot of articles. And one guy commented, if you look at a long-term silver chart since the run-up in 2011, this one guy who's a technical chartist is what they call these technical analysts, he said, that is the ugliest chart I've ever seen. And if you look (laughs) at the price of silver compared to the price of crude oil or the price of Bitcoin or whatever, you would, or especially the price of Amazon or Facebook or Apple, you would actually look and say, who in his right mind would ever buy that garbage investment called silver? So, so what it is is that these days the markets, they aren't really uh, true markets. They're, they're artificial markets because the people who sell billions of dollars worth of silver and gold every day in the paper markets don't own the silver and gold. It's all on paper. And the regulators who are supposed to there's rules. You're only supposed to have so many contracts in the hands of any one party, blah, blah, blah. And then when, when the price of gold goes down $20 some morning, like before a uh, FOMC, uh, you know, Federal Reserve announcement, you know, you hear these headlines like somebody sold this, you know, somebody just sold three years' worth of physical gold mined in the whole world in 10 minutes today. Well, you know, the joke is, you know, when you make $20,000 of income at your job, is there any case where you would say somebody paid me $20,000? I mean, does the IRS look at that and say, oh, somebody paid you $20,000? No, they know exactly who paid you $20,000. So my point is that when, whenever you hear somebody say someone sold 10,000 metric tons of gold over the last couple of days, on paper to bring the price down, there's no excuse to say somebody, the people who run these exchanges know exactly who did it. And my contention is, 
It's the large banks at the behest of the federal government. So, but the, really, the bottom line of the whole story is it enables right now everybody to have an inexpensive way to buy gold and silver, and it's a good. It's I call it money insurance. Uh, a silver quarter from 1964 that used to buy a gallon of gas will still buy a gallon of gas because if you go to buy one of those, they cost about three dollars and fifty cents a piece right now. Wow! So it's it's a way to preserve what money you have been able to save. That's sound advice. Very sound advice. Makes sense. Right. So, in other words, if you've got you know, uh, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars in the bank as your uh, life savings, you want to probably take at least five or ten thousand and just make sure to buy some some gold, so that if things do go bad and the dollar gets more worthless, uh, the gold will kind of keep up to where you'll make a lot of that back. Uh, if you if you do a little research and read a little bit about Venezuela right now, they're having trouble with keeping food and, and goods on the shelves, and people are starting to starve, and it's, uh, it's a case of that hyperinflation where people are losing faith in the paper money, and uh, you can't buy a, a roll of toilet paper without a big stack of um, dollar bills, or I can't remember the name of their uh, unit of, of currency there. Well, this makes perfect sense, uh, Harold. The thing that I notice, and I've known you for over 20 years, but but you and I have had this discussion before, and the thing that I pay attention to is that all countries in the world accept gold coins. They know gold. But if it comes in coins, it's more identifiable. It's easy to identify. Right. It's what people are familiar with. Right. And Unfortunately, we have a whole generation... Everyone in this country under the age of 52 were not alive when silver coins were in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a whole generation that really has no clue of what's really going on here. The other interesting factoid on all this is that there are 14 languages around the world where silver and money are the same word. Wow. That's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and the other interesting tidbit is the average life of a paper currency is 27 years. Hmm. So, you know, uh, the, the, ever since uh, our U.S. dollar was decoupled from the gold standard back in 1971 under President Nixon, that's 46 years ago. So the U.S. dollar is already on borrowed time. The reason it's not dead yet is it's still used internationally as a method of payment for, like, um, petroleum, which is the, the largest, you know, commodity traded in the world. So as long as that stays in U.S. dollar denominations for payments, um, the dollar will still always be in demand. But, see, the whole thing is supply and demand. It's the true. reason the dollar is a good investment right now is because there's a demand for it. But if the rest of the world goes to a different currency to buy oil with, then the demand for dollars is going to go way down. So, well, the demand for silver and the demand for gold in the form of a coin I'm talking about is always going to be there. And if you, uh, like say for instance, if you take a, a Cougarant, uh, that's a most probably the most known, the double eagle is American, the Cougarant South Africa. If you take a Cougarant, which is one ounce gold, uh, how much is that going for right now, let's say? Well, right now the the Spot price of gold is around, I think, twelve thirty, twelve forty. So you would buy one of those maybe for twelve eighty. Twelve hundred and eighty dollars. Like yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I remember when those were thirty eight dollars, forty dollars a piece, and uh, that I mean, gold was going for thirty eight to forty dollars an ounce. I remember that when I was in high school, and and so the times are just so different now. I remember going to the bank with a paper dollar. I'd go in there with $5 or $10, a paper, paper dollar, $5 bill, $10 bill. And I would hand the cashier at the bank that money, and she would give me five real silver dollars. That's they, right. They have, they're 90% silver, folks, 90%. And, and, and they have 
now, I mean, I would love to be able to go and hand a dollar to the cashier now and get a real silver dollar back. <laughs> How much is a silver dollar worth right you know, now? You, you, even if you buy a junky one that's real flat and got a hole in it for a necklace, they still want right now about $18 minimum for a silver coin that, uh, you know, even the spot price of the silver is only maybe 14 but you cannot buy a real silver dollar because that's what everybody likes for less than about 18 uh, That reminds me... It, remember, it reminds me of the day back in, I believe it was the early 70s, maybe the late 60s, they announced that, remember the old silver certificate dollar bills with the blue seal? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Those have written on them payable in silver. Right, and, I had some. <laughs> yeah, I believe, yeah, I, I used to have some, and I still like to collect a little bit when I can. The interesting thing was, I believe, probably it was probably right around the same time that the Nixon closed, they called it the gold window, where we decoupled the paper dollar from gold, my, I remember my dad heading this, because we lived in the East Bay, and I remember him heading to San Francisco that day because it was the last day you were allowed to go to the Mint in San Francisco, hand them a blue-sealed dollar bill, mm-hmm. and receive a little ounce of silver in a plastic tube of little grains of silver. Wow. And uh, they... They put the kibosh on that, too. Well, I, I've got a few more years than you. I, I'm about 14 years older than, than Harold, folks. Oh, you can't, you can't uh, possibly be 44. <laughs> 40, oh, yes. I passed 44 like it was sitting still. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what, what I wanted to say is, so I was there listening to a transistor radio in the snow in a college I was attending in Omaha, Nebraska, when Kennedy was assassinated. And we'll tell you about that when we come back, folks. But we're going into another break here, so stay with us. Don't go away. Harold Littlejohn on the other line, the renowned certified public accountant of Chico, one of the last honest men in town. We'll be right back. Thanks. How did Noah fit the animals on the ark? This is Ken Ham, a publisher of the award-winning family magazine, Answers. In our debate in 2014, Bill Nye the Science Guy claimed Noah could have never fit all the animals on the ark. But actually, there was no problem for Noah. The ark was much bigger than most people think. We built a full-size ark so that people were able to see how large it actually was. Jaws often drop as visitors take in the massive size. Also, Noah didn't really have to take that many animals on board. He only needed to take two of every kind, seven of some, and not species. No fish or marine creatures. Noah probably only needed about 1,400 kinds of animals. That's only a few thousand in total. The Ark had plenty of room. Want to discover more about Noah's Ark and the Flood? Visit our website to learn more about Noah's voyage and for tips on visiting our full-size ark. That's AnswersRadio.com. This is Pastor Glenn from Butte Bible Fellowship. I want to take a moment to invite you to come to Christ, to ask Him into your life, ask Him to forgive you of sin and be your Lord and Savior today. Take that step, ask Him, pray to Him, and then tell someone that you've made that decision. God bless you in your new life. Pastor Glenn Cheney and KKXX sharing the good news with Northern California. Okay, we're coming back, folks. We told you we would, and we're good for our word. So bear with us. Got Harold Littlejohn, CPA, Certified Public Accountant. The office is right over on Mangrove, just right by Jiffy Lube across the street from uh, Kelly Moore Paint Store. Harold, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. And uh, Oh, and by the way, that comment, uh, I'm the last honest man left in Chico. No, I didn't I, meet I said one, one of the last ago. honest men. No. There's me. <laughs> Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. and you. <laughs> yeah, you. You, us four and no more. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Harold. Go ahead. I interrupt. So, you, you know, I, 
You know, I will say, uh, you know, generally I've been here now uh, 27 years at the same location. Uh, I've got a lot of clients here, and I'm not. And let me really interrupt you. Let me interrupt you, Harold. Harold is the second yeah. generation. He's second generation, folks. His father did this. So go ahead, Harold. I right, won't interrupt right. you again. My dad was an accountant. I grew up doing it uh, down in the East Bay. Um, but I will say there's a lot of good CPAs around. Um, they just don't all take exactly the same kind of interest in some other topics that I do. So if, if, if there's one good thing about coming to me for your taxes, uh, you'll get a lot more than just tax help. You'll also get a lot of, uh, you know, just general common sense advice. I always tell everybody I'm a real good second opinion because, uh, you know, I'm not earning commissions like a stockbroker. And, uh, you know, I don't have a personal interest except for everybody to be happy to work with me and to come back to see me every year, you know. Well, I'll interrupt you now. I said I wouldn't, but I've got to interrupt you because I can't say enough good about Harold. We've been friends for over 20 years. He's been my CPA for around 15 years. I've never had anybody that's helped me as much as Harold has. It's it's not easy, folks. You can't go to some of these places and expect to get uh, someone who really knows what they're talking about because they hire people. These people they hire to do your taxes, they ha- they might have just started this year. And and so you're really missing out if you don't talk with someone like Harold who has a decades under his belt of getting and working with big accounts. I mean, he deals with some huge accounts. I won't go into that one, but I wanted to, to put a plug in here for you, Harold, and tell people well, that thanks, I've referred a lot. And, I've referred yeah, a lot of, of people to you. You know, I have. I appreciate that. No, and uh, you know, one of the things that I do notice when I see new new people and I see where, where they went the year before, that is one of the problems. Uh, it used to be where you could go to H and R Block, and I won't mention names. I just did. Sorry about that. It used to be you could go to the chain type tax places. And you might not get the highest level of, you know, professional everything, but you may not need all that. But the problem is these days, when you go to those places, they aren't inexpensive anymore because a lot of the simple returns people are doing themselves, like online. Mm-hmm. So, so the places like those chain tax places they're doing less taxes these days because the simple ones that they used to do hundreds of don't need them anymore because they can now, a guy, you know, a young guy with a couple W-2s and a couple of children, mm-hmm. he can he can go online and for free do an online filing. And uh, so they've lost a big part of their base, which really isn't knocking them at all, but it means that now they have to charge more. My point in this is that you're not even going to save that much of a fee by going somewhere like that versus coming to see me because they aren't that cheap anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is good. I mean, in the old days, it was a great trade-off. Mm-hmm. You don't need a fancy CPA, so you go there and pay half the price. Mm-hmm. But these days, the fees aren't that low, so it's really not the same advantage. Well, I will say this. As long as I've been there with you, I've never had any kind of investigation from the IRS. And that says a lot for 15 years of being in business. So, yeah, I, I and can't... you know, you, yeah, you, I appreciate that. You can't really go off of that, though, because those things do kind of pop up randomly. Sure. But it is true. It is true. You know, the more well prepared your tax is, the less likely they're going to not, you know, that, when it, whenever that's another thing people need to know. When the IRS selects a tax return, it starts as a computerized selection based on the numbers. But then a human being looks over the tax return in detail, and nine times out of ten, that file gets put back on the shelf. Hmm. Didn't know so, that. So if, if your tax return gets selected, you still may not get audited, because if he looks at it and sees that it looks correct, they put it back on the shelf. Wow. There's a lot of things that uh, if people knew, you'd have a lineup outside your door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it, would, it would look like April. <laughs> it would. It would. <laughs> I'll bet you're glad that April's over with now. You, Harold does taxes 12 months out of the year, folks. But but it is. I, I'm, 
Yeah. I'm kind of like a farmer, though. I look forward to harvest time. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's a good. So way I have to enough put. money to to plant another crop. That's a good way to. That's a good way to state that one. Listen, back to. I wanted to say one thing, and I didn't get to because we got interrupted by the commercials. But uh, about the time when I was back in the snow in in Omaha, Nebraska, at college, listening to the assassination of of uh, Kennedy. Uh, oh right. I, I, we were on money. And this has to do with money, not his assassination. But I want to make a note of interest that uh, everybody's got their speculations and opinions on why Kennedy was assassinated. I will tell you something, folks. Uh, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. And that was an evil thing. It doesn't matter where you stand, Democrat, Republican, Catholic, or Protestant. He was murdered, period. And he, he just for no reason, but there was a reason, but people are still trying to speculate on what the reason was. But I'll tell you a note of interest at the very moment he was assassinated within a month or two before that, or right at that time, uh, they stopped minting silver coins, period. They did. And they stopped issuing those dollars, uh, tens, twenties, fifties, uh, all the, all the dollars that, were paper money that had that blue, uh, you know, had blue re- seal, right? Blue seal, redeemable blue silver, c- silver certificate. Silver certificate. They stopped making silver certificates and they stopped minting silver coins in America at the time Kennedy was assassinated. So that I don't think is coincidental, and I think it had to do with money. That's just my opinion. You can put it in your pipe and smoke it, as J. Edgar Hoover used to say. So, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to share one more uh, factoid about the Kennedy era. Okay. Um, and um, I'm actually starting my car, so if you hear noises, it's just because I'm uh, actually on my cell phone now and uh, okay running around a little bit. Um, the uh, there's a huge, in fact, I just went over this in class. I teach the tax class at the law school, and uh, the chapter we did the other night, I won't get into big detail. It's called Depletion. It's oil companies' ability to write off a percentage of their oil and gas related income, whether they've spent that much or not, buying the the resource under the ground. Well, that's as far as I can go technically. The wow. bottom line is Kennedy was contemplating getting rid of the deduction called percentage depletion. Which means what? Which means oil companies would have really had a tax increase big time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was just so. another one of the things that Kennedy was, you know, actually doing, um, you know, he's the one who said he wanted to tear the CIA into pieces and blow it in the wind or something like that. Yeah, I mean, him and his brother. You know, he both. had probably 10 or 15 agendas between him and his brother, Bobby, that um, Bobby was the attorney general. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so basically, he probably had 10 or 15 good reasons to be killed. I mean, if you, you can't have a reason to be killed, but if you <laughs> see what I mean, motives. There was a lot of people who had motives to want him gone, mm-hmm. and it really was the, it's like the seminal event of American politics probably since Lincoln, I guess. Yeah, you know, Lincoln. Shot. Lincoln had 50-some 50 yeah. 50 different men that claimed they were going to assassinate him. He had 50-some right. men, so it was only an act of God that he didn't get killed many times. But uh, before right. before we go any further, I've got to wrap it up here, Harold, because I have to make a couple of announcements about your show coming up tomorrow at uh, three three o'clock until four o'clock right here on this radio station, one hundred four point five KKXX. That's great. That's great because I got to swing by the store before I head home. Okay. Well, it's nice having you on, <laughs> Harold. Hey, Best of everything. Thanks for having me. Great talking with you, Douglas. Drive carefully out there, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye bye now. Folks, that was Harold Littlejohn. He was our guest today uh, on the phone. But I want to say that uh, call us, 530-894-7325, right here at the radio station. I'll take your call if you have any comments or anything you wanted to mention or if you have any questions that uh, you'd like answered. We don't have all the answers, but we know the people that do. And
Okay, sorry about that. I'm not as familiar with this mixer board as I should be. So here we are uh, on the radio wrapping up the 12th of June on Monday. I hope you've had a beautiful Monday, and I hope to hear you listening to us tomorrow at uh, 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And every day this week, I have this show Mondays and Wednesdays, and we have an open forum Friday where we're all on answering your questions and taking your call-ins. Talk to you tomorrow, and have a beautiful, beautiful Monday. We'll talk soon. This is Buzz Beatty. If it's 2.30, it's your home today on KKXX Life Radio. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. What? Why? Just wait for the inheritance. We've definitely got a rich uncle somewhere. We're one call away from the winner's circle at the Derby, dinners with multiple forks, a vacation home in the country, using summer as a verb. You don't actually think that, do you? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. You're about to ride through the good life here with Mike the Wine Guy Rayford. Hi, this is Mike Rayford inviting you to join me every Saturday from 2 to 4 right here on KKXX Chico for The Good Life Show where we talk about food, wine, travel, and lifestyle. Tune in on KKXX Chico to get all your good life needs. Warning, following may include happiness, smiling, laughter, bundles of joy, spontaneous hugging, and overall, a good time. Two to four, right here on KKXX Chico. We all want our lawns to be lush and green, but in many places, water is in short supply. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about watering without wasting right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself and as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. No matter how you water your lawn and gardens, it's important not to waste this valuable resource. Whether you control the sprinklers manually or you have a timer, be sure they run just long enough to dampen the area. If you have water running off the lawn, you're running them too long. Time of day is also important. Watering at night can promote disease because the leaves of the plants stay soaked overnight. If you water at midday, most of the water evaporates before it does any good. So the ideal time is early in the morning before the temperatures start to rise. The adjustment of sprinklers is also important so that you're watering the lawn instead of the street. So check the pattern of any in-ground sprinkler heads that you may have. If you use movable sprinklers, take note of the positions in the yard where they are the most accurate. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Jerry O'Lennon. Tune in for some interesting live and local discussion. Plus, we take your phone calls at 8.30 a.m. on Life Radio KKXX. KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. Hi, it's Matt Four And Erica Smith. And you should join us every Friday for Chico Now Friday at 1230 
5 and 9 p.m. Why do you say? Why should you join us? Because we like to have so much fun. We do. And we talk to people in the community, organizations and businesses. And we hope that you listen because we enjoy it. And we want you to be there because without you, we might as well be talking in a closet. <laughs> you are there, right? I am here <laughs> on KKXX 104.5 FM and 930 AM. MD Plumbing and Chico reminds listeners that our troops overseas are risking the ultimate price for our freedom. One way to show our gratitude is by sending a package. To find out how, just call your local veterans organization. This message is from MD Plumbing and Chico, serving your commercial or residential plumbing needs for more than 29 years. Call Melanie or Don at 345-7456. That's 345-7456.